that rush hour hike too. What is popping, everybody? We back. Took a little bit, but we here. We here. We got breaking news. We got some stuff. We're gonna go off today. I did have a doc today, but um, Mulich started something last week, and so we're gonna blow the doc up today. Completely <clears throat> dismantle the doc. Hashtag fuck that doc. Hashtag fuck that, that doc. Fuck them pigs. <laughs> yep. So the boys are in the building. I got Mulich to my left, Mr. GQ, and DJ's in the house. So how's it going, fellas? Hey, man. What up, what up, what up? We here. It's on and popping now, man. You got the whole cast and crew from Gentleman's Talk yeah. making this phenomenal collaboration from the sidelines. It's about to be live and on site today. What y'all know about yeah. the collab, though, man? We out look. here, y'all. Stop playing with us. I told y'all big things coming 2023, and we only going up from here. Stop playing with us. Look, we're going to hit him with it one time. Look, we're going to learn today. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so right. like y'all y'all heard the big homie mail talk about the breaking news so it broke literally before they pushed play today so the chicago bears traded the number one overall pick to the carolina panthers the package is now as follows the bears now have the number nine overall pick pick number 61 a first round pick in 2024 a second round pick in 2025 and bombshell alert dj moore is now a member of the chicago bears and that's Ooh. the key to, and we talked about it off. That's probably the biggest piece of all of this. I really don't care too much about the draft picks because you don't know what they are. But when you're going to give me, in my opinion, I don't care what everybody else thinks, you're giving me a top six wide receiver in the NFL. I'm okay yep. with that. Yep. Yeah. Because now it, what it tells you is two things the Bears can now go and draft offensive line and pass rush. Yep. Because that's two big things that they need. And now with them having that number nine pick, if I'm a team like Houston, I try to look if I can move my number 12 to move up to nine. No, because see, this is what I would help. This is Mel. Oh, this is me. Put, oh, GM alert. My G, this is my GM hat. Because we talked about this last week about do's and don'ts of the draft. If you just got DJ Moore, you got Clay Chapel, you got Darnell Moody, you have Justin Fields. Do you go get B. John Robinson right now? Mm. Hey, Michael, what we talk about with these running backs? Hey, that's the one running back. He got to be a first round running back. You have got to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you go he's, get Bijan Robinson at number? He's nine? on the board. He's a. He's it's 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 a high. It's definitely a possibility. But you have to. Is 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 he a priority over a surefire offensive lineman that you need to protect Justin Fields? Because at least the Chicago Bears have two running backs that are at least comparable. But their but offensive line needs Robinson, help. Though. They're not, but their offensive line ain't shit. But can I believe like, like it's I believe, like number 12 or 13? Huh? Yeah, I think their O-line was like 12 or 13 last year, and that was with Justin yeah. Fields running for his life. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta give you gotta give him because we know this about the NFL, and I'm you know, and I know Mel, you have all that experience in the world, but a left tackle, that's a 15-year player. No, that's number a, gotta, a first round pick left tackle is a 15-year player. 100%. I just, and my thing is this. There's a lot of offensive linemen in free agency right now. Yes. A sir. lot. And 
if you can patchwork it up this year, bring a couple guys in, make the offensive line work. Let's say you you say you get Bijan Robinson and you bring the offensive line in. Remember, you still got all these other draft picks next year. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you got two, you got the, the number 61 pick. You got two. That's you well, know, you, you can got take a late round flyer. Maybe you maybe you take the 61, because maybe people, maybe their team's thinking like you. You don't take a running back first round. Let's say you package the ninth and the 61. Move to maybe, I don't know, you get you you take the nine, you drop back a bit, you take the 61, you move up a bit. Well, you can take Dijon Rob Bijan Robinson and a left tackle. Yeah. Or maybe you take the left tackle first and you get Bijan in the second round. I don't think Bijan falls in the second. Hell no. I don't, I don't think I don't, so either. If I'm if I'm if I'm picking players, he's gone. Yeah, he's like, not making it past twenty. Yeah, because I, we already well. Me and Mike, look, listen, listen. My squad picks at thirteen. If he falls to thirteen, we will draft him in New England. I'm telling you that right now. We will draft him at thirteen. I hope There's not. No way we would let him go because if we don't, Green Bay is right behind them, and so it's like you think you think Green Bay takes him with Corey Dillon? No, I mean not Corey Dillon with um. No, I don't think they will, but I, I would start thinking about, mm, maybe I should trade to go take Green Bay spot and try to get, you know, oh. how you want to play it. Because, well, I'm oh, sorry, the Jets are at 13, New England's at 14, Green Bay's at 15. So, but what's interesting to me to look at, so you've got the whole situation with um with Josh Jacobs in, in with the Vegas Raiders who say they don't take him. You met, now you make a, now you make a two-headed monster. You got a I rookie. Mean, I'll take I'll take Bijan and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I would too. That's, but I mean, Arizona, Arizona could take him. Arizona could take Bijan too. It's highly possible. Indianapolis could take him and pair him with Jonathan Taylor. Like all these teams in the top ten, and look, Detroit could honestly take him at six too. Like there's a lot of arguments to be made for him to be a top ten pick. Easy. I think he's a top ten pick. Me, personally. I do too. I agree. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. But according Definitely to the scouts, you, know, pick, you know how the scouts feel about running backs in the first round, but sometimes no, they're well, wrong. You well, missed last week. Me and Wayne went at it last week about this. You have to take the best player that is going to help your team in the now. Right. And if That's you're a team I'm... that needs a number one running back, you've got to take that number one running back. There ain't that many number one running backs in this particular draft. There isn't. Ain't that many There's number one a... running backs. Period. That's true. This, this draft is heavy on pass rushers, offensive linemen, receivers, <clears throat> and a couple of quarterbacks. But like, I think the second, I think the DBs are dope. I think the DBs are dope. Yeah, some really DBs, good DBs in this draft. There's this probably draft. three. There's probably three rounds worth of DBs in this draft. Like, there's definitely. I don't think the quarterbacks are that good. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't. I don't either. But like I told everybody, get the most attention. DTR will be the best quarterback to come out of this draft. Mark my words. Okay. Like uh, I think that kid is, I think he's special. That kid is special. So that's my personal opinion. We'll see how it shakes itself out. I just Look, think the draft that the is Bears around the corner. Have, the Bears have they have they have they have room to improve now. Like and not to mention, remember we we talked about all the cap space they have now too exactly, on top. Exactly, exactly. So, There's no excuses. No, the the, the front office cannot There's fuck this up. No excuses. Exactly. The front office cannot fumble this bag. No. Okay. You cannot this fumble a, this, this bag. This, this is a or, substantial how bag. How about this? How about this? This is crazy. This might this might be a little nutty. If you're the Bears, you have all of this cap space and all of these draft picks. 
Tennessee said that Derrick Henry's up for trade. You read my mind. I was just about to bring that up. See, and this is the thing. That's the reason why I said it. You cannot fumble this bag, okay? The it's, opportunity I mean, yeah. that fell into the Bears' lap is just like, oh, wow, hold on, wait, gold? Is this, this mine? Right. <laughs> I'll take because it. Listen, oh my God. If you don't have to give up, you don't have to give up that ninth overall pick to get Derrick Henry. No, I'll give up that 61, and I can think about giving up. That 61 you know, and maybe a two and a three? Yep. Yeah. I mean, now, if do you, if you want to play the value game, given Henry's current age, I mean, do you, would he even be worth the first-round pick right now? Exactly. No. No. no exactly. No. Exactly. So, it, so, so I try to swing that 61, see what happens. I, that's me, and I'm looking at – and you can still use that. Maybe you drop down, you get a couple more picks with yep. that ninth overall or, pick. That or if you're the Bears, you wait patiently and see what happens with Joe Mixon because apparently he might be a free agent. That's somebody yeah, else I'd take. I, I, Joe Mixon is young enough to he he would be a difference yeah. maker in Chicago. And that's why that I offense. said if you're the Bears organization, you cannot fumble this bag. This bag is crucial right now. Listen, and yeah. you know if many, this bag is fumbled, teams like. So there's yeah, going to be a um, lot of jobs lost in that front office. I promise. They really just got this front office together over exactly. the last what, three, three years now. I think three yep. years. Three years they finally oh. let uh, Matt Nagy go. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and this is one of our more diverse um, minority based um, groups, of, groups of individuals. Yep. So this, is, this is a chance to do something phenomenal. This is right. what this is what this tells me is that they have settled on a plan. Right. They have they're years. working on a plan. They have a they have a plan and they're working on executing it. Now they committed they committed them because they committed to Justin Fields. Yeah, like I said, remember I, I, told, you, remember I told you earlier, I earlier what? season. You have to commit I, to I Justin thought, Fields. Yeah. You have to make it. You I, I have said, to make I said it the same thing. revolve around him. If you want the offense, if you want the Bears to excel and succeed, it has to be around him. It can't be a defensive base like we see in the Ray, like we see in Baltimore. We see how that's going with Lamar, right? Because they're trying to keep their yeah. defense strong and stout, and they don't want they refuse to build around Lamar. Well, we see how that's oh, going. You have to, get to build. That in a oh, oh, I'm yep. already knowing. I you listen have to build around your franchise quarterback or who you expect to be your franchise quarterback to give your franchise a chance. If he doesn't mm -hmm. pan out, if he doesn't succeed, bet move on, find the next dude. But because the best part is he's he's under a rookie deal. Mm -hmm. so if thank you out, if he doesn't work out what have you lost you ain't lost nothing because you've already thank you you. To, you don't even have to take his fifth year option you can nope. literally for now this is where like on the off chance like let's say this was two years from now let's say like an Aaron Rodgers is ready to go he's a plug-and-play Super Bowl take that team to the top type of that's where the Bears are building now mm -hmm. and that's what they've got to do with all this you've got is he though? 95 is Aaron Rodgers that got, guy though no, he's not. It's just an example because he's the only marquee quarterback free agent. I know. I just want. I you know. just you know. I just like no. He's absolutely not. In my no, I have a I have a very bad take on Aaron Rodgers. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna get to him too. We're gonna get to that. And my boy. So the Shout Bears have ninety five million dollars of cap space to work with. That's insane. On top of all this That's draft, you can buy a whole offensive line with that. That's you crazy. Can. You ab you can absolutely spend it on all offensive line and be phenomenal. That's but crazy. Need, and then still spend it on too. another. I was gonna say, still spend it on a solid receiver and put some defensive picks, and you'll be solid. Yeah. <laughs> they got having DJ, Moore. they got you got DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and Darnell Mooney. Yep. Uh, Cole and then you got Cole Command. Yep. So I mean, most most teams would take a an offensive receiving type of weapons like that. That's not mm -hmm. a bad set of weapons. It's not like, definitely you know, not. Win, no. You can win. You can win a lot of games with those with those receivers because 
Chase Claypool has proven to be the type of receiver you know he can be. We've seen what Darnell Mooney's had to do. And now you bring in a guy like DJ Moore, who we already know what he can do. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. So so you and got the defense, two. The Bears' defense isn't as bad as people think it is. They're and not. It's just really offense, young. No. Their offense yeah, was a really young. And that, and I got my boy Eddie Jackson over there. Shout out to my boy Eddie Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that was the problem. Their offense was so bad that the defense was on the field too much. Short fields. So, yep. and it's funny because uh, my, my co-host over here, he had a theory about teams and quarterbacks and having defenses that has always stood true. So you, you want to tell him your theory over there, DJ Michael B? What's this theory? I want to hear it. Okay, so my theory is in order for you to win the Super Bowl in the NFL, you got to have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. If you don't have both, you're probably not going to win and you're likely to be a bad team. I don't care if you make the playoff. So it's kind of like if you don't have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense, you're kind of just leaning on one side of the field. And not to be wrong, but I don't know it off the top. I don't think the Giants had a top 10 offense when they won the Super Bowl. I know Ravens didn't. Right, but, but, but I'm saying those teams are anomalies because the Giants didn't have a top 10 offense where that defensive line was dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you got your in, – in a, in a regular year, it's kind of like, hey – Top 10 offense, top 10 defense gives you a decent shot at being a contender in the Super Bowl. And we see teams do it all the time. Defense. Yeah, I would say more top 15 defense. You can get away with having a top 10 offense for sure, but anything other than a top 10 offense, you're definitely not going to really prove, prove anything. But I would say top 15 I, defense because at towards – really towards playoffs, towards the end of the season – Teams that rank between 15, 13, 12, they start to ramp it up towards playoffs. So that 15 right. can look like a 12, can look like an 11, and that can propel them. They can make the plays in the certain situations. That can propel them to a big game or to the Super Bowl. So I would, I, would, I would push it to about to about 13 to 15, so. but that's – that's. I just yeah, think I you just got to be uh, elite on one side of the uh, Either you got to have an elite do. defense or an elite offense. I, I, I definitely believe you can either have an elite defense or offense, but it's harder for you to make that climb if you don't have something to back it. Because especially if you don't have a top 10 offense and you keep giving up short fields, that's the issue. The Ravens, not having a good defense. It, the Ravens had an elite defense and a trash offense. The Chief, Wait, which, which Super Bowl? Which, we talking about 2000 or we talking about 2013? Which, 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 which Ravens team? The 2000 or well, 2001. Okay. Oh yeah, but that, that that's that's a legendary defense, though, bro. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the Chiefs, that's a one of the five and the defense. Chiefs, and the Chiefs did it without a top fifteen defense. Surprisingly, hey, I, I'll be the first to admit the Chiefs were the ones where it was just like, damn, they 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 broke they broke the hell out of my theory here. Yeah, but it on one it, side yeah. of the ball. If you are elite, if you have an elite defense and a comparable and a capable offense, you can win. And if you are elite offensively and just a capable defense, you can win as well. But it's just yeah. – and it's all matchups. Styles make fights. Yeah. yeah. It, it has to, your, your, your Chiefs take is right, but it came back to bite them in the Tampa Super Bowl. Yeah, it has right, to all – Styles make fights. Because, it has to yeah, all work out at the end of the day. That could take advantage of their weaknesses. Yeah, it has yeah. to all work out at the end of the day. And teams have to capitalize on their strengths and basically minimize their weaknesses. So if you have a good defense and you don't have – a really good uh, really good offense, then your defense, you're going to lean more on your defense. If you have a good right. offense but have a good defense, you're going to lean more on your offense. It's just going to go back and forth. And it kind of depends on the coach and how good the coach is and how good they draw up a game plan to 
negate the weaknesses and really maximize their strengths because that that that's how it comes down to a mind game at that point. A coach can know he has a weak defense against a strong offense, but if he can draw up something that's going to frustrate that offense, then yep. any given Sunday, you know. So insert Bill Belichick. Yep. So speaking of insert or insert Andy Reid second half. Make it out of your Patriots all into this podcast right now. Okay, jalapenos, hot sauce, all that shit. We're gonna throw it on this. Spunky you want me to go get the sriracha? I will go get the sriracha right go now. Get the I, sriracha. Look, I look, I got the Valentina up in there too, you know. Let's go. Oh my right. god. So Lamar Jackson, topic of Uh-oh. discussion. Let's get um it. what should happen, what shouldn't, what didn't happen, all of those things. So I'm gonna throw it out to you guys. You tell me what you guys, what you guys' feeling are on the Lamar Jackson situation. I'll jump in when I need to. But um, yeah, I think it is an asinine situation. First and foremost, I don't think I've ever seen an MVP caliber and winning player not get a big contract, and it feels like he is literally getting essentially almost the Colin Kaepernick type of treatment. He's damn near getting blackballed by his own team, and it's it's unreal. That a quarterback like this, say what you want about the last two years and his injuries and things of that sort. Well, you haven't truly built this team fully around Lamar Jackson for him to stay healthy and stay upright. Even even going back to yes, even going back to college, he has yet to have weapons kind of like Justin Fields has now in Chicago. Like he has not had great offensive receiving outside of a tight end. I want to pause that that right there because I don't think I don't see this is why I said this is a football show, people. When we talk on this show. This is a football show. It's not an NFL show. This is a football show. What and kind I of sauce think- y'all want, man? I got the crystal, <laughs> the, the reds. I got the... What's, what's up? What's, what are we working with today? We got, okay. we, we're going to put it all in the pot. Louisiana crystal. Pot. Okay, I got the sriracha and I got the Frank's red. What are we doing? I put all right? shit on so, everything. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think a lot of people really watch Lamar Jackson in college the way that I did. He, I did. He won that. He won that Heisman without like top flip, top flight receiving talent. And yeah. I don't think people understand. He played for Bobby Petrino. He did. Yeah. Bobby Petrino is a damn good. And he, Lamar Jackson threw the ball way more than people think he did. Like this was not a run based offense. It really wasn't. Like so, the fact that everybody keeps saying, "Oh, well, Lamar doesn't throw the ball," that is bullshit. Lamar Jackson can throw the goddamn football. You just got to give him shit to throw to. Now, Rashard Bateman got hurt. Duvernay got hurt. They got young Mm -hmm. wide receivers. Sammy Watkins didn't pan out when he got there. But you got to, at some point, you got to break the bank and get him help. You can't rely on him running read options on third and 12. That's what got Cam Newton hurt. So we need to like as as if like I said, if I'm running the Baltimore Ravens, and this is why I said this before that I I still stand by this. Him and Eric Bieniemy were tied at the hip. I still believe he's going to Washington. I think Eric Bieniemy did not take the Baltimore job because he knew Lamar did not want to be there. Now That's we still got time to figure it out. So I still believe he's going to Washington. That's just me. My, you know, that's 
That's my fandom showing right now. But that's me. But good. Nah, I just wanted to get off on that. All right, so I won't, I won't be, yeah, I won't be completely disrespectful because he did. Jalen Smith's probably the best receiver he's had. I, I almost forgot he did have Jalen Smith, and they, they, they I think uh, in the 2016 and 17, they went for like double digit mm-hmm. touchdowns. I think it was like 13 or 14 yeah. touchdowns. That's nope. the best receiver he's had. Not Hollywood Brown it was Jalen Smith. All right, now it's Mark Andrews. That's it. That's that's, that's it. the top of his offensive weaponry that he's had. That's that's crap. Like that, yep. that's crap. And where's Jalen Smith you, right now? Good question. I don't know. That's all, yeah, that's, that's that's all I want to say. <laughs> he might be, he might, hell, he might be in the damn USFL coming up soon for right. all we know. Hell, I have no, no idea where Jalen Smith he is. He might be but, playing for the but, Vegas Vipers right now, as far as, as far as we know. So, but yeah, so, so a dude that's not even in the league was his best receiver. Yeah. And, and still to this day, I mean, he's had what, like, he had some running backs. J.K. Dobbins was out most of his, his entire rookie year, just came back this year. You had a carousel of running backs. Like, at one point, he was throwing to um old buddy from the New Orleans Saints um that had dreams. The trash man. He was throwing to them. He was throwing to the trash man, the street sweeper, the guy, that's, the, the guy that brought the beer to my like, hotel room. Willie, <laughs> he was throwing to these dudes. The volunteer firefighter. Let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and talk about these Baltimore Ravens, shall we? <clears throat> so, okay. There have been a lot of reports, right? Oh, Lamar can't stay healthy, right? He can't do this, he can't do that, right? Can anybody guess what uh rank the training staff is for the Baltimore Ravens? Anybody, what do you like to guess? I'm gonna say bottom 25. 22. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely say they're in the 20s. Yes, they are tied. But 22nd in the league. Yeah. Now, when you I look at that, <laughs> and we have an ex-Baltimore Ravens player, <clears throat> and I quote, right? I'm not going to say his name. Um, but I was definitely a victim of the strength coaches, two labrums, and multiple pec strings, meaning something on, something's wrong with their training staff and their strength and conditioning staff. Right, if you know anybody the NFL, on the Ravens that suffered from pec strings, I know who it is, but I'm not gonna say who it is. It's all good. I'm already, I'm, I'm pretty hey, sure look, you know who it is. All I gotta do is do a tad bit of reading, and it'll probably come up real quick. <laughs> it'll, it'll come up real quick. Um, yeah, but the NFL ranks all 32 teams when it comes to treatment of families, food, nutrition, weight room, strength coaches, training room, training room staff, locker room, team travel, etc. Right. <clears throat> oh, okay, is that the list where the uh, Minnesota Vikings is number one? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm familiar with the list you're talking about now. Okay. Yep. Anybody know where the strength coaches are ranked for the Ravens? Thirtieth. Thirty-two. Damn. I was going to say last, but okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Weight based room. Off their injuries. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they saw. Weight room. Twenty-seven. Twenty-second. That is based off facilities upgrades. Looks and everything for based off the weight room, right? Treatment of families, 18. Food and nutrition, 13. Hmm. So that tells me. Which is crazy because. How, how you fuck up food? Isn't it? Isn't right. it? Baltimore, Baltimore is known for some good ass food. That's, so that's, that's why I said that's crazy. Isn't it? Isn't that wild, right? You got all these internal problems. <clears throat> and you expect Lamar Jackson. 
who has been literally sh shouldering this team like Hercules to forget all those problems, right? I, 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 we're just gonna we're just gonna negate all those problems and carry that weight. Hold on, wait, because it gets better, right? Because you remember those reports that everybody said, oh, nobody wants to play with Lamar because he's a run-based first-style quarterback, right? That's he can't throw. He can't do this. That's wrong. Major cap. People he's don't want to go to the Ravens organization because their organization is trash. That's why. They, they are still living off of Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, bro. They've been living off of that. That's why. Well, that's what I'm nobody saying. wants to go play in Baltimore because their facilities suck. Their strength and conditioning coaches suck. Their training staff sucks. And they see how they're treating a star former MVP quarterback. The and city nobody wants sucks. to go do that. Pay for what it is. The city too. <laughs> you feel me? So yeah, let's yeah. Of course, nobody's gonna want to go be a part of that when they see what's going on and they know what's going on because they can talk to current and former players, they can talk to current and former coaches, right? Yeah. So everybody's trying to put this narrative on Lamar that oh, he can't throw, he's always hurt. This is all I've been seeing all week. He can't throw. He's always hurt. Nobody wants to play with him. He's a run-based style quarterback. You, you Google is free. Football. First of all, Lamar throws a very pretty ball. First of all, a like, very, very pretty, pretty ball. ball. It is very much RG three rookie year type of pretty. Like it is just a pretty ass Absolutely. football. It right. is. And is again like like Mel already talked about. You can see by all these reports who actually watches football and who's just your everyday typical casual fan because he was yep. doing this in college. He was throwing the same pretty ball. He might be more polished now, but that's what you're supposed to do when you come to the NFL. You're supposed to get polished. You're Honestly. supposed to be raw and trying to find your way going through college. Some are a lot better than others. And then you go to the NFL and you get polished. That's and for anybody for anybody who ever for anybody who says that, that Lamar can't throw, I always I always point to this, right? <clears throat> because this is the biggest example of him showing his throwing prowess, right? Go back to the game. Where they play Clemson, it'll show you everything. It'll show you everything you need to know about Lamar Jackson. Go back to the game where they play yeah. Clemson. Now, mind you, and this is the thing that you know GQ he touched on this. He wasn't throwing to NFL wide receivers. Wasn't even throwing no. to NFL wide receivers. And he still was doing wanted this. It, still won a unanimous MVP. It's insane. Still and still won. He was just it. playing with dudes. He like, won the Heisman playing with dudes. Yep. He won a league MVP just playing with. Dudes. I know his center personally. Like I know his center personally. Played with him, snapped him the ball. I know him personally. They was I'm telling you, Lamar was the team, and he was just putting people in a position to be successful, just based off him being him. Y'all yeah. <laughs> better start putting respect on his name because this is absolutely crazy. What's going on? Because I find it, I I find it messed up. Because if I'm John Harbaugh, this is what I would do. That young man saved your job. Oh no! Quite literally, he saved the whole. Yeah. He saved oh, the I was about to say. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, because 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 Joe Joe Flacco was an overpaid dumpster fire after the Super Bowl. He yeah. he saved yep. the franchise. He not because only did he save Joe John Harbaugh's while he said he saved the franchise. Ozzie knew Ozzie knew some job too. We gonna keep yeah. it solid. I'm gonna take this all the way back. See, like I said, I've been around for a while, so I've watched a lot of bullshit happen with the Baltimore Ravens. This isn't the first black quarterback that the Baltimore Ravens fucked over. No. Tyrod oh, Taylor so beat mm -hmm. out Joe Flacco his mm -hmm. season for that job. Sure did. Beat him out. Beat it was flat out too. Flat out too. It was it was, it was nowhere it was near close. close. It wasn't even close. It was nowhere near close. 
Tyrod Taylor's career has been effed up because Baltimore did not give him the opportunity that he earned. Yep. No, and then he went to the Chargers and got fucked by a trainer who injected this this fucking rib, punctured his fucking lungs basically. Yep. Yep. And you know, no, no, no slight of Justin Herbert. I'm just you know, but it's, fucked up I mean, that happened to him. But the thing about it is, it wasn't even before that. The Bills didn't make the playoffs until Tyrod Taylor got there. No, Tyrod yeah. Taylor because because the Bills thought that EJ Manuel was going to be their savior. Oh yeah, look no, where that got I'm, him. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't understand. Listen, you only got to watch half of his first uh college season. Know that he wasn't finna be that guy in the NFL. All he's the guys, he was a below average college quarterback. He's a four like, quarterback. He was, now, he was now he was very athletic. I won't knock his athleticism, but we're talking Absolutely. about quarterback, not the athletic part, the quarterbacking yeah. part. Oh, no, 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 yeah, I don't, I, I, I. I trust quarterbacks from Florida State just as much as I trust quarterbacks from UCLA and Alabama. I do not. Yeah. Because it's hard to evaluate Ohio State quarterbacks, Alabama yeah. quarterbacks, old Florida State quarterbacks. Yeah, because, I mean, because you, you did have Jameis come out of there, and Jameis, Jameis yeah. has a cannon for an arm, too. Granted, he's also Mr. Th- Mr. 30 for 30, but but he has, but a, he, has a, he has a massive arm, though. Yeah, but it's when you're playing around that much talent, we don't know how good you really are as a quarterback. Yeah. So Very true. I that's why I live in the space of I'll take the quarterback that's balling at like TCU. Because uh, at least I I'm, know I'm not opposed he's to that. shit. Now and I, I do like George's quarterback too. I, I like he, he's a he's just a he's just a workman's quarterback. He's 47 like, years old. Hey, oh, it's cool. Are you talking about old man Stetson? Yeah, old man Stetson Bennett, man. Like I like him though. I like I like him. He's he's not He's not gonna. He's not gonna command too much. He's gonna they take care of the him ball. Grandpa Stet when he right. is at home because he, he already looks like he got grandchildren. Hey, listen. <laughs> he don't. He don't look as old as uh Brandon Weed when he came out. You right, but oh, goodness, Brandon, Brandon Weed was, was like Brandon Weed was like thirty two. <laughs> Brandon Weed was seventy seven. Chris Wink, Chris Winky. Chris Winky oh. was forty six when he came out. Okay. God. A bunch of oh. All right. Yeah. Because Bennett, because Bennett, what, Bennett got, he had a, was it a fifth year for him? He had a fifth year of a uh, fifth mm-hmm. year option. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on, Micah, your boy, um, your boy, your boy, Case Keenum, shit, he was ninety when he came out. Okay, first of all, we gonna leave Case Keenum out of this, bro. Don't, 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 don't say that. He was a show when he came out. That man was gonna do that. Now six, six years. He don't, don't, don't do that. Leave Case Keenum out of this, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Case Keenum was working on his that man came into the NFL a grown man. Yep. Case Keenan came into the NFL with a whole 401k plan. Okay. I'm telling you. <laughs> Already had a Roth IRA established. Everything. Tell you about poor long, man. My man, my man went to he went to the fucking matinee to celebrate his draft. You know how everybody oh, say you start golfing when you old? He started golfing about 20 years prior. Yep. He was on social security <laughs> when he got in the league. I'm telling yeah. you. What? And, and he was, was also scary when he got in high school. What? He was <laughs> in high school when he was 37. Y'all leave my boy alone, man. <laughs> Graduated high school at 46. Oh, man. Went to college at 50. That's how you do it. Dang. Yeah. Shout out to Case Keenum, man. Yeah, Dude. I'm mad at Case Keenum, man. I ain't mad at You got to get it how you live, nah, man. Was, we, was just, we was just naming all these older quarterbacks. and I just Tom, Brady paid, Tom Brady played until he was 95. It's okay. 
He did but at least, in the draft. But he looked like Tom he was about seventy. In the NFL, he wasn't in college. Hey, he looked like he was about seventy at the combine. The way he's Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady Tom, looked. <laughs> bro, Tom, Tom he was looked running like, that, like Gumby. That, oh my he god! He did, bro. Straight up, Tom, Tom looked like that uncle at the cookout trying to race the young kids, trying to be young. Like, oh boy, back in hey, my come day. on here, come, come on here. I'm finna, I'm finna, let's I'm go lead y'all in this look, race. Let's go from stop sign to stop sign real quick. Y'all, y'all know yeah. Uncle used to be fast back in the day, right? Y'all ain't know. I used to have him fast, man. Get on this line, hamstring. Pull on this line, running forty meters. Get on this line, youngster. Say, they be like, go get Uncle Tom up here and sit his ass down. <laughs> but but be a but be a monster on the on the domino table though. Yeah, monster oh, on the domino table. table. He gonna, oh yeah, he, he gonna break the table. That's what it is. And he gonna, and he gonna make you crop playing spades. Oh, most definitely. I don't get on the spades, spades in a minute. I'm actually upset. Don't get on the spades table with grabs. I'm I'm so I'm so rusty at spades. I'll embarrass the culture one time. I'm, that's how long it's been. Hey, now, it's, bones it's, a different story. Bones a different spades, story. I, 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 they, I'm, my family don't take I, no prisoners. If you haven't played. In the last month, I mean, thirty days yeah. exact. Don't you sit? Don't you sit down at this table? That's correct. Do not Sorry, sit down at this table. This is gonna be a little is a, Yeah. So this is spades is a, spades. a perishable skill, right now. Right. Oh yeah, most definitely. Who plays Bidwist? Or am I showing my age? Plays what? I, you don't play Bidwist? I'm. I'm. I know no. what it is. I've only played it like once or twice. I, was, I know what it is. I've only played it maybe it's twice. It's basically spades, but you get to pick your trump cards. So oh, in spades, oh, it's dangerous. always spades. When you're hmm. playing big whiz, you that's, can make that's it why we only, you can make it what you want. That's that's why we only played a few times because that's dangerous. I, I remember that very vividly. That's dangerous. And that caused a lot of uh, altercations in my household. That's why we only play spades. Because spades yeah, that, we see, can kind of we can argue yeah. it out. Yeah, we got a game like that in the Caribbean. They pass out the cards, you bet, and we're like, hey, you get to pick the, you get to pick what Trump it is, you throw the cards back in, it's not the Trump in your hand, and you deal out, and then we just play like spades. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what Bill Wiss is. Yeah. Because you yeah, get it, because you yeah. get a kitty, like you get the pick, like you get a man. All right, see, look, this is why we got to get everybody together in one central spot so we can go crazy. All right, back to football. We back here, we back. We went off on a tangent, we back now. Um we're gonna, we, we're gonna, I'm gonna go back to Lamar in a minute, but I want to get because it, it kind of ties into some other stuff that happened around the league with quarterbacks. We're gonna get to Derek Carr right now. That carousel spinning. Um, the Raiders are stupid. Yes. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, because from what I heard, this is just what I heard. You let Derek Carr walk. And the talks are they're in talks with New England, the trade to bring in old fucking noodle arm Mac Jones. Jeremy, that's your quarterback, bro. Hey, and listen, I, am, I, I know this happens. I will personally, y'all, I may never do the show again because I will go up to the Raiders facility <laughs> and fucking strangle everybody in the building. Y'all, the floor is y'all. Listen, if that trade happens, I will change my thought process on the draft, and that's the only time I will be okay that if Bill Belichick decides to draft Will Levis because he could develop a quarterback like that. But I hope that's not the case. We may as well just bring Jimmy G back and keep it pushing. No, Jimmy. I don't want to be. I don't want to be rebuilding for the next ten years. I, I want to stay relevant. 
I think okay, Will Levitz is a very he's a very raw quarterback. Like I don't, yeah. but he's 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 kind of like I hate to call it this, and I feel bad that I'm saying he's kind of like that Zach Wilson this year, kind of being thrown at us out of nowhere. Because I saw it, I wouldn't watch the film. I had to go watch it because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Let me go watch it. Eh. Eh. I mean, he's he's got he's he's a big quarterback. Right. But that's it. There's but nothing that's really the special about him, though. No, and that's the thing that bothers me the most is that they'll say because he's 6'5", 230, big arm, he's prototypical. But I mean, that's cool. got this is why I say Dorian Robinson is going to be – he's going to end up being the best quarterback in the draft because uh, – Flor- uh, Florida's quarterback? Um, no, no. You, you see no, you UCLA. Oh, wrong, wrong school. Okay. Because, I mean, and like I said, it could be my bias, but I watched this kid play, and I watched him grow. And there's nothing he can't do on a football field. But you, but they'll talk about quarterbacks and talk about, oh, well, he's a project, and he's this. So why don't you just draft a dude that's already there? It doesn't make sense to me. Because we do this every year. Every year. Don't forget, don't forget there was a time when they threw Mitch Trubisky in our fucking face. Do you think this – okay, here we go. Let's do it. Mitchell Trubisky might be the worst draft pick made in a very, 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 very long time. Not Baker Mayfield? Don't do that. No, no. Because hey, you know what? I, I can tell you I, why not. I can tell you why it's not. Well, Baker. I get Baker. Baker was a better college quarterback, hands down. Like Baker way over Mitch. Baker's yeah. a better. Baker, he is. I'll give you that when too. Baker played. He set the rookie record for touchdowns when he, he came. Did. In. He did. I can't. I can't take like, that away from him, and I never will. Because he, he took that from like, Peyton Manning. And he. I mean, he played for a very shitty organization. The, the Browns are way worse than the Bears. Yeah. But the fact that the Bears passed up on Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs well, moved up for Mahomes. Mahomes. They, the Chiefs moved Speak up on it. Who else? Those are those are your two big ones out of that draft. I got. I would have to look up. There are like three or four quarterbacks that they that they took Mitchell Trubisky for. The reason why you are you are figuring you are just now in love with Justin Fields is because you gave up your franchise quarterback six years ago, five years ago. Like back and Mitchell Trubisky played what one year at North Carolina? Yeah. No, yeah, it was like a year or a year and a half, some shit like that. I'm not I'm not big on drafting quarterbacks off of one season. It has never worked out for nobody. Oh, you didn't want Trey Lance? I don't believe well, no. 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 And <laughs> I didn't either. I just want to see what you had to say. I'm not gonna lie to you. And it's not that I don't believe that Trey Lance will become a good quarterback. I just – there's two things going against him. One, the school he played for. I don't I don't trust dudes that come out of, out of those type – out of FBS schools. Right. And the fact he only played one year. Yup. So, with those two strikes, I'm not drafting you in the first round. I'll get you in like the sixth round. Um, par- Pardon me for my, my, my shocking look on my face, but – 
the 2017 draft might be one of the best drafts that the NFL's had. I just, I just, I'm on, listen, I'm only on the third round and I'm talking about, this is where Kareem Hunt went. This is where Cooper cup was drafted. This is yeah. where, uh, yeah. Alvin Kamara was drafted. Like now the quarterbacks, we were right. It was just those three. There weren't any other. Right. Cause the other one was like, um, Davis, Davis Webb. Davis Webb okay. was the other quarterback in this draft, but Buda Baker, Zay Jones, Curtis Samuel, Dalvin Cook, Gerald Everett. Man, that and draft loaded. Like, I'm like, I'm only in the second round. Like, this draft class was stupid. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost unfair. Juju Smith Schuster went in the second round of this draft. You had now this is the Miles Garrett draft. This who was he was number one in that number one that year. Leonard Fournette, oh, okay. Corey Davis, okay. Jamal Adams, Mike Williams, Christian McCaffrey, Marshawn oh, Lattimore. This is this is Marlon Humphrey, Jonathan Allen. O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, <clears throat> Jabril Peppers, uh, Tredavious White, David Njoku, T.J. Watt. Oh man, this oh, this yeah. might that's, be one of the best drafts. I, you know what? Like, I strictly I strictly oh. remember them talking George about this draft is going to be great because it's going to be all the field positions and only a couple of quarterbacks. George so Kittle. the way this the way this draft is set up is the way that this current draft looks. Is a bunch of skill players mixed right. in all over the place. Yep, like. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, this, this Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen went in this draft. Eddie Jackson went in this draft. Oh, hey, Joshua Dobbs is another quarterback that went in this one. Marlon Mack was in this draft. Damn. Jamal <laughs> Williams. Yeah. Yeah, George Kittle was a fifth round draft pick in this fifth draft. Fifth round. That's make crazy. that shit make sense. That's crazy. Like, that is crazy. This whole draft looks <clears throat> insane. This is a stacked ass draft. Like obviously we didn't know that in 2017, but you look at this in 2023. Yeah, Mike Isaiah, McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie was a fifth round draft pick in this one. Mm-hmm. Mike Milano was a fifth Aaron, round draft Aaron, pick. Aaron, Aaron Jones Agnew. was a fifth round draft pick. Wow. So I mean, put that yep, in perspective. Like, but this Xavier this Woods is, was a sixth round pick. But this is why DJ I Jones say, was a sixth round pick. That's listen to all the running backs that got drafted in like the fifth round. Yeah. Well, the first the, the first round was heavy on running back too. That was that was crazy too. You had Leonard Fournette, you had uh, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. you had some big name running backs that went early too. But those, are, but my thing is, but don't like this is why I say when you find a dude, you draft him. Christian McCaffrey's <clears throat> a dude. Leonard Fournette was a big dude. But like, listen, <clears throat> what the hell happened in the first round? Because how the hell did OJ Howard from Alabama go over George Kittle? I would have taken no. I would have taken OJ Howard over George Kittle coming out of college. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you, I can understand why. OJ Howard was a beast. You can't even deny no, it, man. No, no, Here, no. You're right, but here's why. Here's my only pushback. Kittle went to Iowa. Iowa has a tendency. Of this them, is Four year guys. Those four year guys, because T.J. Hawkinson also came from Iowa. I'm just sure. throwing that out there. Them four year, five year sure. Iowa guys are always five, 10, 15 year NFL pros, and they're usually really no, pretty damn I, I, good. No, 100%. It's just O.J. Howard was a hybrid at that time because he was basically a receiver playing tight end. Yeah, he was, he was similar to uh, – he had a similar skill set to uh, Aaron Hernandez. Right, which I think he now got, like, that with, with him being in Jacksonville, we're going to see the O.J. Howard that we should have saw a couple years ago. Yeah. Wait, he, he's in Jacksonville now? I thought no, he's in Houston. No, my bad. He's in, I'm thinking about Evan Ingram. Yeah, he's in Houston. Um. He went, he OJ Howard was in Houston the last time I checked. He was in Houston. Yeah, he went from Tampa to Buffalo to Houston. 
Oh, he's definitely here. <laughs> yeah, but he's you, you're, to... you're in Jamaica. You ain't even in Texas, right? You're in Jamaica. You're in a whole other country. My ass, bro. That's not the point. <laughs> but I still, I still believe OJ Howard, given the right situation, but given how tight ends are very important in this NFL, he just hasn't oh, been yeah, used yeah. right. And no, and, you and know, you're right. You're Giants, right about that. And he went to the Giants, who didn't use anybody, right? Just look at Kadarius no, Tony. He just wanted to look at and look at look at look at look at Evan Ingram too. Evan Ingram moved over to Jacksonville. Hold on, we just not going to use that shit on the Giants, dog. Wait a minute, okay? Teams don't know how to use players, man. Teams be fucking up. That like they got to do better. You got to do better when you got a weapon like Kadarius Tony. Like I understand that that I support two dysfunctional organizations, bro. I understand. OJ Howard. Like should him and Gronk in Tampa should have been like gross. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> like that that tandem should have been crazy, but it wasn't. Um oh, so uh reports are that my boy, Odell Beckham, was holding workouts today. I ain't seen no videos from that yet. I've been waiting all day. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting on it too. I haven't seen it yet. Um I'm curious to see what teams are going to be interested in Odell. I've yeah. seen a few videos on Twitter, but other than that, nothing heavy. Yeah, like, and I had even I had even heard like there was at least 15 teams that were gonna go. Which is, I mean, that's, I mean, I think there should have been more, but I'm an Odell guy, so that's totally different. Um, I'm definitely but, an Odell guy. Yeah, definitely. I'm an Odell guy too, but I'm, but I don't. I don't like the contract he's trying to seek right now. But the contract isn't because crazy, though. He wants, he wants to be a 20, he $25 million dollar contract. The initial reports I read was he wanted to be a $20 million a season guy. There's no way in hell. No, I think they I think they I think they mixed up what he was what the report was. Okay. I, he said he wanted 25 million and he wanted at least a three or four year deal. That, that ah. that's 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 yeah, at least that sounds more feasible. Because I'm not paying Odell Beckham 20 million a season. I'm sorry, not in this stage of his career. What receiver in the NFL is getting paid 20 million right now? Michael Thomas. Who else? Uh, I think that's it. Because I think everybody else is close. Um, Devontae Adams is like 18. No, but I'm just you know I'm just don't. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why people when they said it like you got to think about does that make sense? He's not asking for 20 mil. He was asking for 20 to 25. Over a three or four year span, basically he was looking yeah. for six. He was looking for six to five million dollars a season. Yeah, yep. and and, it, and, it, and it's it's all about fit too. Like if I'm like if if, if I'm from you know if I'm Odell too, I'm like I'm not trying to go to some just any old organization. Like I'm trying to no, go that, to that, that, that's not a big career. A playoff, yeah. a, you got to be a playoff team. Like you got to be one of them that's like on the verge. Yeah, like, for him right now, it's about stacking Super Bowls. Yeah, because he but, he got that one. Now he want another one, and I ain't mad right, at it because he's got. He's got the fame. He's got all of the things. And the Super Bowl he got, he was on the way to getting like Super Bowl MVP or at least being yeah. in contention. Oh, he absolutely was in the conversation oh, for Super Bowl yeah. MVP. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, that, that, that was the sensational first half that he put in. So I just think now he just has to go and just go somewhere that's on the verge of winning. I would like if the if if the Bengals are going to lose T. Higgins or Taj Boyd, yeah, bring Odell in. 
Yeah, that's actually a and good. If, yeah, but and if I'm if I'm Cincinnati, I'm trying to keep both of those guys. I'm not trying to. I don't think. I think they should be able. They've got the cap space. They got 35 million in cap space. I try to keep those guys. But they, they got to Jesse Bates. You do. You have to they, make a lot of decisions. They got to make decisions. Like I think the Eagles are in the worst position as far as decisions to be made, but the Bengals ain't too far from them. No. Yes, Troy. We know. We know. Oh, got, got like got a Hall of yeah, Famer, dog. We understand. He, yeah, the, the uh, Eagles got like four, 14 decisions they got to make. He, he said, oh, you said Odell's not a Hall of Famer? He said Odell's not a Hall of Famer. Who said that? Troy. Just, Troy did? Oh, get the fuck out of here. He's a Hall of Famer. Easy. I don't think Odell's a Hall of Famer right now. Could, could, could. I, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer right now. I don't think his number's back enough to be a Hall of Famer right now. Before he got injured, you got to understand, nobody. he had the best four-year run for a receiver yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not saying that he did it. I'm just saying his, his pace was on fire. But, but oh yeah, he, he got a lot pace. of ground to make up. Because Sterling, my my whole time is always going to be based on Sterling Trump not being in the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this. And this is a dead serious question. Do okay. You think, who's a better wide receiver, Odell Beckham or Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson. No. Calvin Johnson. No. You can't be serious. The only reason I'm saying that is because Calvin Johnson is a legitimate mismatch. Yeah. Like, Odell, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Odell has a has a very unique skill set of being able to take a five-yard slant and turn that bitch up 60 yards down the field. He so, does. You, but it ain't too many, that, that's ain't too many corners or safeties who can cover Calvin Johnson, Megatron, i.e., no. whatever name you want to use. So asking me who's would, better, if I'm starting I'm a team in and they ask me I do believe, my prime, I'm taking Megatron in his prime over, I, over Odell. I, 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 I do believe Odell probably Odell would eventually probably is more skilled overall as a wide receiver, but more skill don't make you better. And that is but, a fact. And we've seen it in all sports, more skill doesn't make you better. No, he's no, he's a better wide receiver. But my thing is the Hall of Fame. Calvin Johnson went into the Hall of Fame based off of fame. When? Not Calvin fame. Johnson not a Hall of Fame? Not his numbers. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. He is? He went he first this past, this, this past, this past Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're right. My bad. My bad. This past group. This past group. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Okay. But he was, he, because Megatron was putting up numbers on a trash team Dumb just number. like how Barry Sanders did. That That's why yep. he got in. But think about, okay. But if that's the case, then why isn't Steve Smith Sr. in the Hall of Fame? That's a good question. I've had is he eligible? He is he's eligible, been eligible. Yes, he's been eligible for the last four years. Well, that, that that's unfortunate because Steve Smith is a Hall of Famer. I don't understand it, but okay. Tory Holt is not in the Hall of Fame. That one kills me because he should have been in. That is the he biggest is the only, trash ever. <laughs> he is and the Quan only Quan player Bolden. from the greatest show on turf that's not in there. And Quan yeah, Quan that's trash. That, 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 that's trash. I definitely look. Anquan Bolden's another one. That is that is Mr. Reliable Hands. Yeah, Mr. Like, Big Catch can, himself. I can run down the wide receivers that are not in the Hall of Fame that have better numbers. The reason Megatron is in the Hall of Fame is because of his fame. And there's no one yeah, more famous than Odell Beckham. I, I think he's Megatron is in the Hall of Fame because of his peak. His peak was nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, we, we are talking about 16, 17, 18 touchdowns type of peak type shit. But yeah. I understand what Mel is talking about, though, because Odell Odell Beckham is an international star. 
Mm-hmm. Like not just not just a not just a U.S. star. Like you go overseas, people drop two names. Who your favorite NFL players are? Odell Beckham and Tom Brady. Those are the two names that come up on the international circuit. You t- you talking to a Giants fan, bro? You're not telling me nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I know you. I know you know. Because I mean, let's remember he made he made his greatest catch in a losing effort to the Cowboys. But the point is that catch literally propelled him to a position that will not be touched for a while. Like absolutely, the, this this current group of receivers say that I wanted to make catches like that after I saw Odell make that catch. So he is already oh, yeah. a polarizing figure. So I understand what Mel is saying yeah. from a popularity standpoint. Absolutely, he will. He is a Hall of Famer from that. Perspective. I mean, he's going to have the number by this when it's all said and done. He'll have the numbers. That's yet to be seen. We we we, we you know what? When he retired, we got to revisit that. But I, like, if he was to retire today, it would be a no. I want to. I want to look at it right now. Like it, it, I, I feel like it would be that's you know what I'm I'm curious myself now now that I said yeah it, I, I want to yeah I I just I want to see what they are because I just want to understand the situation. He is currently if if these are his current career stats, it's gonna be close. Five hundred and thirty-one receptions, seven thousand three hundred sixty-seven yards, fifty-six touchdowns. So he's so literally he's because Megatron only has what how many how many total yards nine thousand. Uh, something like that. Maybe ten. I can tell you right now, Calvin Johnson. Actually, eleven thousand six hundred and nineteen with eighty-three touchdowns. Right. And more catches. In three. So, in he, three he, so he has. So yeah. So he has like three thousand plus more yards than Odell. But that's assuming that now with Odell in his current advanced age of thirty years old, can he still be a thousand yard receiver? With his health and everything, like, cause that oh, that's if, that's yes. the court, that he is can, the conversation. He can get a thousand. He don't got to get. He he don't got to go fifteen hundred. He played the next I, four seasons. Yeah, sure. I, I, I think I think he can get a thousand. Um, I think where he'll make his biggest impact though is if he can score a lot. If he can score a lot at this point, being the number two, he's going to bolster his but the thing about, his it, but, but the thing about it is, let's just say he plays the next four seasons. He's going to end up with more yards than Megatron. So the, we don't know where the touchdowns I, that, yeah. will be, and he'll have a Super Bowl. Yeah. So to go to go back on your Steve Smith one, your, the Steve Smith one is is astronomical. First of all, Steve Smith has over a thousand catches for his career. He has ten thirty one. He has fourteen thousand seven hundred thirty one yards, and he has eighty one touchdowns. Yeah, I definitely think Steve Smith's going to should, should have already been in. First of all, I, I, I have a theory. Right, he'll, he'll get in before Odell. He should at least. I have this theory for y'all, right? If Heinz Ward is in the Hall of Fame, Steve Smith should be in the Hall of Fame, bro. I just, just, and, and, hey. But Heinz Ward isn't in, but he should be. Heinz Ward isn't. No, he's not. Is he? Yes. I don't think sure so. He is. He is. I'm pretty sure he is. Has work got in. I remember. I, I watched. It. I, I, I mean, oh, oh, but no, no. They were. This was their eligible first year. Him and James Harrison were not selected for the Fame class of 2023. So he's eligible, but he hasn't been. Uh, he hasn't. They haven't. They're not in yet. Right. I mean, he. I mean, I don't. So, yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with Heinz Ward getting inducted. I don't no, I wouldn't either. I. I'm. I'm a. I'm a Heinz Ward fan. First of all, I love blocking receivers, and he was a knock yeah. your head off type of receiver. I, I'm all for guys like that. Because that's an so, unselfish player in my book. And you love right. receivers like that. That's willing to crack that block to spring that running back free, even though, you know, that's, Jerome Bettis could have done it by himself. But he right. said, I just want to crack him. You know, he, he'll he tell you in all his 30 for 30s, he's like, I just love to hit cornerbacks. Like, that's what he said. He loved to hit people. 
That's what I did. He could have easily he could have easily Look, played defensive back if he really wanted to. My ability to block was ridiculous. I was the only 175 pound tight end you ever seen in your life. So you were strong. Yeah. Plus, I like to hit. And I was see. retarded. Yeah. I was one of see, those. I, I, yeah. See, I was one of them 140, 40 plus pound corners that like to tackle. So I love hitting running backs. I didn't that was me too. Look, I played. I was like, look, I I'm coming for you. Like, I don't care. At 165 pounds, I was Chuck Cecil. I was flying. Like I said, it's a football show. Y'all might not know who Chuck Cecil yep. is. Go back, watch the old uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I said St. Louis. I don't know if they were. Yeah, they were St. Louis back then. Go I watch. Purposely the told my. I purposely told my coaches when I was, I was like, well, anytime we go into a spread, move me into the slot corner position because I won't first crack at that running back. That's it. I just want to hit. That's all I did. Yeah. I went down you're an asshole. That's all that is. That's I went down on kickoff. Just you're an asshole. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. That's this it. is not new break. This isn't breaking news. <laughs> I wear I wear that proudly. People ran from special teams. I was like, nah, I'll do that shit. I'm fine. Nah, put me on special teams. Put me on – look, let me be a gunner on kickoff team. I'm coming for that, boy. I don't give a yeah. damn. Never ask me if you're a Hall of Fame off of special teams, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah like I would – That I lived on special teams. I lived – that was my thing. I never came yeah. off the field. Literally, I, I wouldn't have gave a damn. field until it was halftime. Tell you right you now, I would have had no problem whatsoever having an NFL career being like a Steve Slater type. 15 years playing for New England on the special teams. Wouldn't have gave a damn. That's a solid career because that is a dog on special teams. And I'm yep. doing Look, because everybody has a role. I don't care what I it keep is. Trying to explain special teams this is to people. Special you, teams is just as important as offense and defense because you will lose games behind special teams. Ask Absolutely. Buffalo Bills how important Steve Tasker was to their team. Yeah. Damn that. Ask Alabama what happened when Auburn happened. Oh, when Mike Davis returned that kick? Special special teams won that game. And what did it do to Cam Newton? It propelled the Auburn Tigers to what they did. Like, special teams will do that. Look at this past Super Bowl. Kadarius Toney was five yards away from – we still don't have a punt return touchdown in the Super Bowl yet. Kadarius Toney was five yards away. Special teams. My cousin teams. won Super Bowl MVP returning a goddamn kick for the Packers. Shout out to Desmond So, Oh, that's your family? Yeah. I love Desmond Howard. That is one of my favorite players. Like, no shit. That is one of my favorite players. I love listening to Desmond Howard talk. That's my, yeah. I could I could listen to him talk for 30 minutes to five hours. That man <laughs> has, is I just no, I'd like no, I I love the way he speaks. I love his knowledge of the game. And because he does he I knew when he's doing a lot of college football stuff. I love mm-hmm. listening to that man talk. Desmond Howard's his cousin. I just learned that just now. Yeah. Who's cousin? That's fine. Mel. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy as shit. Small world, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, in this every, and I, and I say that because I mostly say this in basketball because I understand most people understand it in football that everybody has a role on the team on football. But I think basketball has gotten away from this. This is going to be a short tangent. I'm not going to get in basketball, in my basketball bag. But until you realize that everybody, Sometimes you just need to do that. All he does is play defense and grab rebounds. You've had those guys in the NBA. Like, those guys exist. Like, everybody don't have to be a quote-unquote playmaker. Playmaking comes from a various – from a different various of things. Like, on the football team, I literally – all right, story time. 
We're going to go. Here we go. Story time. This is when I was playing seven pro football. We were in the playoffs. And like I said, I played offense. At this time, I was playing receiver, and I did all the special teams. I didn't play defense. And we had to punt the ball. We had to punt the ball off. And our running back, Frankie, came. We was, I was coming off the field, and he was like, mm -mm. he grabbed me. I need the ball, bro. I need the ball back. We were losing. We were down by like six or seven. I can't remember what we were down by. He's like, I need the ball back. And we had like, it's like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. He's like, I need the fucking ball. And I'm not, I've never been quote unquote the guy on the team, but I've always been like the glue. <clears throat> like when they needed some shit, go get me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. <laughs> right. So I was like, all right, I got you. So I went out, was the gun on the punt, ball went up, boom. Gone. I raised down. Boom. Smack the dude. Ball flips into the air. It's a scrum. Somehow the ball found its way back to me. So I'm on the ground crawling. Boom. Cover it up. Got the ball back to 15, 20 yard line. I forgot where it was. We end up scoring a touchdown, winning the playoff game, winning the championship. But that's how important guys like me are. It's not, it's just not the star players. It's the other guys as well. Hey, I'm a perfect example too. You you could ask the co my co-host right here. He'll tell you, bro. When we playing basketball, I may not be the best shooter. I may not be the best scorer, but I will go. I will go rebound. I will make sure your guy, even though I'm not scoring, your guy ain't scoring either. I'm gonna make all the winning plays. It's it's an intangible. It's just intangible to make oh, winning plays. I heard we was talking about uh. All the stuff assists, and you know we're not uh, the biggest guys around here. I'm about six one, one eighty five, on a on a good day. Um, He's on a good day. Like I said, we little but we big out here, man. And I throw this weight around. You are gonna feel all of this one seventy five on the field because I'm one seventy five and playing. I'm right now. I'm, I'm, yeah, all I'm like one sixty three now, and I was like, I, I guarantee you, you gonna feel it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm fast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm gonna build up a lot of speed. And I'm gonna run right through you, okay? I got some highlights coming, coming some new highlights mm -hmm. coming. Y'all go check on my Instagram. I got some some old highlights from last year, but I got some new highlights coming because we got first game coming up March 18th. It's gonna be live on YouTube. I'm gonna send y'all the link and stuff like that. But yeah, absolutely. Since we're talking about that, story time. So as y'all know, I'm not the biggest dude, right? My first year of playing high school football I was a sophomore. I begged my mom to play, let me play football. She finally let me play. When I was um, in eighth grade, I played Pop Warner, and um, I moved so I, um, during the middle of the football season, so I couldn't play football my freshman year. So sophomore year is my first year playing high school football. I literally begged my coaches to let me play corner, okay? It was my favorite position on the field, all right? I wanted to be just like Charles Wilson when I grew up, when I grew up right? Begged them to play corner. You want to know where they put me at first? Receiver? Nope. Safety? Defensive. Nope. I'm going to see. Lineman. Nope. Oh, that would have been trash for the middle. Running back. Middle linebacker. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I, I would never get that shit. <laughs> Hell no. I'd never get middle linebacker. Okay. That was my, when I tell you, that was my first position. High school football. As they saw, I was like, bro, what, what is going on no, here? Mind you. Mind you. Oh, no, no, no. That's the cool part about it. No, that's the cool part about it. We had a big team because... Hold on, let me get to it. Cause the dude that was behind me, mind you, I started. I was the starting little linebacker. The dude that was behind me 
was 6'3", kid you not, 6'3", at least 240. He must have been trash. And I, he started. had to be trash. <laughs> well, no you guys want to know what's crazy? All you got to do is be big. Do you want to know what's yeah. crazy? He actually wasn't. He actually wasn't. I, I, why I started, I have no, I have no, legit, I have no fucking clue. But I held my own, right? By the end of sophomore year, you guys want to know a position I played? Say corner. I finally played wow. corner. You guys want to know what happened? Two picks. Ball the fuck out. One game. Two picks. First game. First game they played corner. And they say, oh, we had new booty out there. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Throw that up. Appreciate you. Two picks. Thank you. And then they moved me up to varsity for the playoff game. And I played in that game. Tried to get a pick that game, but it, it just no, it didn't happen. But I played every <laughs> position on the defense before playing corner. I played middle linebacker. I played nose guard. I played right in. I played left in. Okay. I, 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 your, I, co I played your, co your coach, your coach should have been fired for putting you a nose guard. Bro, he, Look, he just hated me. Just, I don't know what it was. nothing but a work. Me, I'm going to have to get my cousin Eric on the show because me and him got war stories. Me and him, I'm going to tell y'all how retarded it was one day. We could not run a stretch play to the left for nothing. We couldn't do it. And I'm going to tell you what the offensive line looked like. Our center, 6'3", I think like 280, 290. Left, right guard, 6'4", 310. Left tackle, well, right tackle, 6'6", 350. You got some left beef. guard, left guard at the time, at the time, 6'2", about 280. The left tackle, 6'6", 320-ish, 310. We could not run left. How? Y'all had some straight Wagyu beef on the O-line. Hey, y'all had roast beef on the line. I'm telling you, that was, that's that grass-fed stuff. This is why it's going to sound stupid. Cornbread fed, bro. What the hell? My <laughs> uncle was the head coach. So we said, look, we got this. We went into the huddle, me and my cousin Eric. Now, mind you, Mel was not a big dude, especially at that point in time. I was about 5'10". At that time, I heard 175. My cousin Eric, 5'6", 170. Mm. He lined up at guard. I lined up at tackle. Oh, Why yeah, let's get it. One play touchdown, stretch left. Go oh, on. yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Legs out. Absolutely. That's how nutty it was. Like, we did everything. It was fucking stupid. Absolutely. Mind you, thank you. I love that you said that, Mel, because just last year, okay, just last year, last football season, 2020, what was last year? 2022? 2022, okay? You're looking at the best left, wait, what's up? Best right tackle in the PCFL, semi-pro. No sacks, okay? No sacks. It's the number one team in the nation, all right? I'm out here. I really does this. I was born and raised in the look, trenches. I tell people what I said. Look, I can play every position on the football field. Every position. I was I born and raised every, in the trenches, I man. I played center, guard, hey, center, receiver, quarterback, back, tailback. I played DN, deep nose tackle, linebacker, inside and out, corner and safety, all the mm -hmm. special team shit. And y'all want to know what my offensive position was my whole my whole high school career? Oh, you was a right guard. I played tight end. Oh, okay. My so whole yeah, both play tight end. Okay. High school yeah. career. My I played tight end. And like me. I said, mind you, there was a dude behind me that was way bigger than me. 
But I was a dog. That's what that was. I had that. I had that Rottweiler in here. That's had, what that was. That's what it was. See, See, that, 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 that's what that was. Okay. Mom, was not taking no, no, no game. No Chihuahua over there. No yeah. Chihuahuas. Mm, nah. Oh yeah. My freshman yeah. year of high school, I was going out for the football team, and my uncle told me, "He's like, look, when you get out there, and they ask you what position you play, what you gonna say?" It's like I'm All a football player. Football. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He said, "You don't got no." He said, "You play wherever the fuck they put you." Mm -hmm. He said, "You ball out." And I was like, mm -hmm. "Okay, I got you." Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I play that's, like I, that's like I been said. My motto since I was a kid. Every, it don't matter. I'm a footballer. Okay, there's a difference between oh, football players good. and there's footballers. Okay, I am a footballer. Okay, you can yeah. ask Armstead. I played against him in high school. He went to Pleasant Grove High School. Right here on his hip, all game. Yeah, we we lost the game by a touchdown every single time, but it's all good. He remember. Big number 75. He know. Shaq Thompson, you can go ask him too. I made him fumble during the game. Yeah, I'm telling you. We does this. I'm little, but I'm big out here. That's my motto, okay? Hey, but it's look, like that. Oh, we big and, out here. And, and look. And, so, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'm going to bring another element into the fold because I play flag football. So, we got, you know, and we know how big flag is. And I'm out here in I Texas. I so, so, like, so we I got a game on the 18th. This is a football yeah. show. So, we getting ready. Yeah, we getting ready for the World Flag Football Championships out there in Arlington coming up in March. No, I'm sorry. May 27th, yes, that weekend. So I will be out there. HTX Fear will be out there again. We're going to be playing in multiple formats to include co-ed. I play pass rusher because I'm fast, and that's what the fuck we do. So I Let's chase quarterbacks, and I make them run for their life. Let's yeah. get it. Me, hear me us, and Moolah already got a real bet. Football show. Me and Moolah already got a bet. We working out to go for the Vipers next year, so. Yeah, we're going to do it. Hey. I, I might try. I, look, I'm, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if I, if the Renick, if they can make room for me over there. You know, I don't know. Houston might need. They don't need nobody else on defense. Our defense is so damn good. All I'm finna do is I'm finna go out there and I'm finna run through somebody's face. That's it. That's all I need. That's to it. Do. That's all I'm finna do. That's all I I'm do. gonna go out there and I'm finna run straight through somebody's face right here, and then tell them to sign me because I'm gonna do that for any to anybody else. Just just let me know. That's all. I, look, man. Once I talk, once I read and they were like they paying motherfuckers twelve thousand dollars a game. Yeah. I said, hey. Yeah. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I got you. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Don't even know you yeah. I'm on the way. I am hey, on the way. Tell him I'm on the way. On the way. Hello. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh. And they play literally like the Vipers play two minutes away from my job at Cashman Stadium. Like they yeah. literally, I could walk there. Yeah. The Roughnecks are yeah, 17 minutes away from my house. Yep. I'm coming. Give or take. I yeah. am coming. Mm -hmm. We'll be there. So, I am not playing. This we is shall be there. I think look uh, up from the good. sideline, boys, on TV, man. We coming to a TV near you, national games. We coming. It's gonna be look. It's gonna be hey, crazy. It's gonna be on the pop. And I think I think DJ Michael B. Video might have froze. He's stuck on the pose over here. Or maybe <laughs> he's just doing the. Maybe he's doing the mannequin challenge over there. I don't know. <laughs> That's the, that was the GQ coat. That was the the gentleman's pose. Oh, that off. Oh. <laughs> it ain't it ain't a gentleman's pose without a drink in your hand. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to get to um. I want to get to the Joe Mixon situation because Marcellus Wiley made some comments that I thought was absolutely ridiculous because I thought I somebody with his the same thing. with his media background and him doing this as long as he has, all he had to do was just do a little bit of research to not sound like a complete idiot. Uh, but like Kendrick Perkins did uh, the other day. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah. And this is, I guess this is a growing issue with people just not doing research before they get in front of a camera. Yeah. No, every, everybody's trying to get that hot take. And, that hot you know, take, that quick, that first story. But when it blow up in your face, you look <clears throat> like, kind of like Marcellus Wallace just did. 
Or you yeah. look like Cal Kendrick Perkins just did the other day. Like, that's what happens. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, he, you know, because he went on this whole rant on, you know, all I know is that 11 year old kid got shot. And there's no reason for 11 year old kid to get shot unless they got guns and they robbing me. That's the only reason why something like that should happen. Like, well, if you read the article, dummy, the four of them had guns on the property. Whether they were replicas or not, you don't know. But see, the problem is it, it, it makes too much sense to read the article and figure out what actually happened. That's mm -hmm. the problem. It makes too it much makes sense to do that. Too much sense. Yeah, that's, that's too easy. Why go ahead and read the article and then find out exactly what happened when you can exactly. guess, right? And just and make up a narrative of your own and have people run with it because you know people, you have friends, and if you tell a few friends without actually going to do the proper research, and they're going to tell a few friends, and then word of mouth spreads, and now everybody has a narrative that they ran with. They did this, doing the same thing to Jaw. Everybody tried to present it to the, the thug thing, and oh well, he's this, and he's that, and everything blew well, backfired in their face for the same thing. It's, well, at least with Jaw, and I, I get there's a there's a difference. There's but, evidence of him being an idiot. Yeah, there's evidence of him being <laughs> stupid, right? But with this with this Joe Mixon thing, right? It's you can't tell somebody how to react on their property when A, they don't know who is there. Right. And when they see said person that they do not know, they're they they see to what looks like to them is a firearm. Right. Now, they said the shots came from the house or in the direction of his house. We don't know if they came from his house. Right? right, they still got to go out there and do the whole CSU and do the crime scene and well, see the trajectory of the bullets and all that stuff like he that. He is no longer he is no longer a suspect in what happened. Exactly. So, so they like, cleared so him out for that. <clears throat> that initial report of them saying, "Oh, well, they came from inside his house and this and this and that." It's like you guys can't put that out there without even having the proper knowledge that right. it came yeah. from his house, that it was actually Joe Mixon or somebody within his his compound that fired these shots. Because if you putting that out there now, it makes it seem like this dude who has had a past in college that's is out here shooting kids. And that, but that was what made me so mad with Marcellus Wiley. It was like, because he's like, well, he should be out the league. If this is, bro, wait till the information comes out. Exactly. Just wait till wait. all of it comes out. But he's so quick to kick people out the league and he need to be gone. And this, that, bro, just calm yourself. Sometimes I feel like Marcellus is yeah, it like, makes too much sense to wait. <laughs> like, get, you got to get your emotions out of it. You have to just sit down and be like, okay, what are the facts? Yeah, what are they the facts? What actually happened? Exactly. And that's it. That's all, that's all people ask for. Because once you start walking down a path, it's very hard to walk it back. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. hard, to, it's hard to rescind certain comments, right? Because it's already resonating in people's heads. Right, well, because oh well, this person did this, or this person is allegedly did this, right? Because people like to that that word is thrown I around hate, crazily. I fucking hate that shit. It's like, allegedly, right? Then don't say oh, nothing. Right? Then don't say it. Wait till it all comes out, and then come out and say this person did this, and this is why they're being punished for so and so. Don't come out and say, oh, this person allegedly did this, and now there's going to be an investigation. And then when the investigation comes out that they didn't do anything, they had nothing to do with the situation, they wasn't even fucking around, it wasn't even there, you didn't already slander to have everybody slander this man's name for weeks. Yep. For weeks. That's the thing about it. It's not the as fast as they come out and accuse somebody is 
crazy because they don't do they don't reciprocate that same energy when that person that is, is no when that person is found innocent they will never ever come out as fast as they put out the original story to come out and say you know what we were wrong this person is this this person is that they didn't do this and they didn't do that no it's a whole month three months later and oh well they they gonna they they gonna just trickle it in the storyline oh well he was found yeah. innocent in a in a situation that he was involved in it's like damn he wasn't even involved. He was found innocent. He wasn't even there. He was nowhere near the situation. But, oh, he was involved in blah, blah, blah. Like, they're still constantly trying to run a narrative. And that's the thing that's irritating about it. Yep. But that's we live in a guilty. We live in a, yeah, we, yeah, we live in a guilty to a proven innocent world now. It's it's flipped on us. Yep. It's not, exactly. 100%. Unfortunately. Right. So, um, I want to get into the contract stuff. The NFL contracts. Because I have a theory. I want to see if you guys share my theory on this. So, Every year, the salary cap goes up. Yep. yep. Why is it, Ellie? Because this is me. If I'm a if I'm a GM, my quarterback should not get paid more money because the salary cap went up. I should be able to now allocate that money to a receiver, defense back, linebacker, offensive lineman, running back to help out said quarterback on my team i don't understand why automatically salary cap goes up all the put like this the quarterback salaries have gone up running back salaries have gone down yep big time they, big, they I was going saying, big time they've diminished that like, position altogether yep right and it's weird to me because a quarterback is only as good as the people you have around him literally so yep. Why wouldn't you make it your priority to surround your quarterback with the best? Because if I'm a GM, I go to my quarterback and like, listen here, bro. Let's say you right. Let's do. Let's use everybody's logic against them. That running back that we got, he got a four year career. But you, as a fucking quarterback, you have a fifteen year career. So I don't need to pay you up front all this money. I can stretch your money out over time, where I can pay him a bunch of money now to help you get to your end goal, which is the Super Bowl. And not only will I pay him, I'll get you a top five wide receiver with this money as well. And put some offensive linemen in front of you so you don't get yourself knocked out. My if question... we start, like, if well, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. If we look, we need to look at more of the Patrick Mahomes style contracts. The contract Has looks Tom big Brady on the surface. ever been the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? No. But no. The reason, and the re, no, but the reason I use the Patrick Mahomes example is because that contract looks big on the surface, but it's mm -hmm. one of the most team-friendly contracts that's out there. Yeah, it's yeah, structured it every is. single year, but it looks big. It looks good. It's a big it number. Look, oh, it looks it, it, looks, it looks great on, on paper. Yeah. yeah, but then you look at the actual breakdown of it, and every year it's restructured <laughs> so they continue to bring in a Juju Smith-Schuster, a Kadarius mm -hmm. Tony. You start mm -hmm. bringing in, you know. We need to start looking at more situations like that because I agree with your theory 100%. If the salary cap goes up, great. Why does that mean that the quarterback salary needs to go up? Yep. Why? Why am I paying my quarterback $50 million a season, but I got a $10 million receiver or a $7 million running back? Exactly. Like my a, point, that's my point. It's just like if I'm, coach, if I'm a GM, this is the way I would work the NFL. This is Melvin. This is Melvin the GM. My star players, I'm working y'all niggas out on two-year guaranteed deals. 
that gives me flexibility to work with the team so that we all get paid and we all get production. Because I'm telling you, hey, you got a two-year deal. I need you to rock out for two years. But I'm going to pay you for your two years. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to make sure you get paid. So we all on the same page. We got to go. This way, the salary cap is not, nobody's eating up a lot of money on the salary cap. So we can have stars on the defense as well as having stars on the offense. Facts. Yep. Like, you may as well. You got, make it work for you. Like, you can, you can make it work. And if my goal, my thing is this. Winning solves everything. If you're talking about, oh, well, I need to make, you know, money for my family. I was like, listen here, Goofy. Thank you. Keep going. But I just want Who to makes, that. you make, will you make more money off the field or more money on the field? Oh. Because last time I checked, Tony Romo's still doing commercials. Is he not? See, yeah, Skechers. He doing Skechers and making all kind of money. Like, so is Howie Long. So is you, Snoop Dogg now. <laughs> Like once you once you make yourself a brand, you make money for the rest of your life. There was a point in time where Baker Mayfield had more progressive commercials than touchdowns. Wow. Hey, progressive <laughs> Hulu. Hulu. But Hulu but has live sports. Don't you forget? Hulu has live sports. Yeah, but that's where it is for if you are. But Baker Mayfield had a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. he had a brand. Yep. Odell sure. Beckham is a brand. Tom yep. Brady is a brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was a yeah. Odell was a cornerstone Nike athlete at the same time that Gronk and a few others. Like they had commercials for all mm-hmm. those guys. Like they were in commercials together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Odell Beckham is doing head and shoulders fucking commercials. He's doing yeah. head and shoulders. He had so, yeah, oh, Patrick Mahomes is too. And look, Patrick Troy Polamalu was still doing it. Yeah, Troy right. for a very long time. Hey, listen, real quick, real quick. Hey, I got to go to uh wedding rehearsal dinner. So I appreciate y'all having me on, Mill, uh, Moot. You already know. I hope yes, I sir. come back on and everything. So yeah, I'm gonna catch y'all later, but I gotta go to wedding. You ain't got a flex hey, next time. You ain't got a stream from Jamaica, like yeah, he over there living his best <laughs> life in Jamaica and shit. Yeah, hey, like, I've been there, big dog. Trust me, I feel you. I got, look, I got, <laughs> married, I got look, to the grill, so I know what he you're ain't. Hey, he, I was he, DJing he, at the hotel. I was DJing at the resort last night. It was just like, hey, come up here and DJ. We heard you a DJ. I started going in. <laughs> That's he didn't tell you he was down there all inclusive too. Oh yeah, I know it. What resort you staying at, brother? You, you giving too much information, dog. But yeah, man, I've been there. Trust me, I know. I already know how that goes. Hey, enjoy yeah. yourself, okay? Enjoy. Yeah, I'm gonna try Just to stay. stay. I'm resort. going back. Just stay on the resort. Oh yeah, I ain't going nowhere. I know <laughs> All right, man. All right, all right, all right Yeah. So you know, I'm just like. With more money, you should be able to acquire more talent. That's the way I my brain operates. Yeah, it shouldn't be bringing more headaches. Right. I just feel like everybody should take the Tom Brady route. Like, if you want to win, if if ultimately Super Bowl is the main goal, right? Take less money. Look how long of look how long of a dynasty that was. An actual dynasty, not what the Chiefs are saying. Actual dynasty. That's a real thing. That's a real dynasty. That was a real dynasty. he continued to take less money over and over and over and over again. He got guys drunk left. Paid. Yeah, he got guys his, left his his corner paid and came back. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like came guys back. Who couldn't get the if, bag, they left, got their bread, came back. Mm-hmm. Right, and they were still winning. Even when still they were winning, the Patriots were still winning. Exactly, because they, like, they would have 
they would have guys that would buy into the system of, well, we're not going to sit here and cash you guys the fuck out. That's not what we're going to do. We're right. going to we're going to pay you what we feel like you're worth. And we're going to go out there and win a damn championship. Now, if you're not with that, then you can go somewhere right. else. You can get your bag. Josh, it's cool. Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels left and got a whole head coaching job, came back and we still win him. Yep. Like, hey. if you want your bag, that's fine. Go out and get your bag. We're not telling you you can't have it. But we're just saying we're not going to give it to you. If, we want a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what yeah, we look want. Look at all the, play, look at all the players that were brought in. Yeah. They want Super Bowl. Darrell Revis, Darrell Revis came in. Brandon Browner came in at one point. I mean, we had Corey yeah. Dillon at, towards the end, but we still had him. Yeah, a guy Brandon like Moss. Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, who people forget about. Yeah. You know I mean, then you start talking about defense. I mean, of course, we had Ty Law. Asante Samuel was there for a, a long time. Like, I mean, we, mm-hmm. you know, of course, your Teddy Brewskis, your Ted Johnsons, the usual suspects. You know, but even even when uh, Vince Wilfork left, when got some bread, came back, he still retired as a Patriot. Like, boys, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, you know, Willie McGinnis, another yeah. legend. Like, these, it's, it's, like, like I said, they said, we don't care. We can, you can go get your money, big dog. We just not going to give it to you. We want Super Bowls. We want rings. And you got to, at some point, you got to ask yourself, what's the most important thing? Because it's not like you're not getting paid. Like, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing I need people to understand. No, there's also bonuses involved when you win this. Yeah. Like, there's, and people, as, as the oldest thing that they've said that's always been true, people overpay for Super Bowl champions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Look at Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy got overpaid to come back and coach the Cowboys. That's yeah. It, that's it. Like, and that, and exactly. that's the thing. It's like, the way if, if you sacrifice, a little bit of money here. The money that you're going to get in the future is going to be exponential, right? Because it's you win the it's Super Bowl. It's an investment. And yeah, you win the but, Super Bowl. Now you're getting commercials. Now you're getting brand deals. Now you're getting business deals. Now you're getting all of this extra stuff just because you won the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Wait, you were on that Chiefs team and won the Super Bowl? We don't no. even know your name, but let's work with you. Super Bowl champion. Be, so-and-so. And don't be on a fucking cornerstone. This is why what Dak Prescott did made absolutely no sense. You are the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. The no. last thing you need is a whole lot of money because you got a whole lot of everything else. Oh, you yeah. should, your job, your all he should have said was, y'all want to pay me how much? Okay, I don't need that. Can you give that to Amari Cooper as don't leave? Matter of fact, give some of it to Amari and then go out, go out and give me another receiver. And what then, because what happens, you win a Super Bowl as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, you're, you're immortal. Yeah, no, you're yeah. you're you're legendary. You're, yeah, you're you're legendary. I mean, look at look, look at, at look at Matt Stafford after he won with the Rams. He had SoFi, he had Little Caesars, he had I think it was Direct TV. Like, I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Matthew Stafford ain't said this, ain't talked as much his whole career. Nope. He Man, Joe, Namath, now. Joe Namath is famous, and he won one Super Bowl. And he all he one. did was guarantee it. All he did was guarantee one. it. That's it. And he almost lost that Super Bowl. Yeah, but guess what? Yeah, I remember. I'm a football head. He almost lost to an old Johnny United. You understand me? Forever. Oh, forever, Broadway Joe. Forever. And y'all, just all, just all Jet fans. I just want y'all to know that one Super Bowl y'all got. Y'all got. Trying to tell you, you trying. Y'all lucky Johnny United ran out of time because he almost lost that. John Johnny United was hella old, injured his (laughs) hell way past his years, and came in and was dogging the Jets. Go watch that goddamn game if you can. I know it's probably in black and white or something. But I watched it, and boy, what Joe Namath looked absolutely horrible second half. Yeah, I mean, absolutely did, horrible second half. Didn't really look, look good look first at, half either, honestly. Look at your two quarterbacks from San Francisco, Steve Young and in Montana. Like, 
for yeah. every immortalized in California. They won them rings. That's a big deal. They, like, oh yeah, you can't, you, you can't, can't say Joe Montana's name. Bad Joe Montana, here. he pays for nothing. Yeah, no, absolutely no. not. Yep, no, nothing. Him, no, yeah, man. that's why that's why Steve Young can say no. the dumb shit that he says on yeah, on, but online. Steve Young is gonna be, he's gonna be paid on TV for the rest of his life because that's what yeah. Steve Young is doing. He's a yeah, TV that, that's why he can say it. he can say all the dumb stuff he's he says because he's he's won a Super Bowl. And some, yeah, we get it. That's on it. That's cool. I mean, and look, a guy like Michael Irvin won all them Super Bowls. Now, granted, yeah. I hate that situation he's dealing with right now, and I can't wait for that shit to blow up in everybody else's face because Michael. Well, they, it already did. It already Same. did. Well, I'm talking about, no, I'm Same. talking about the lawsuit that he that he filed. I hope he wins that and get all the money off. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going to mm-hmm. win that. Absolutely. Because that that cost Absolutely. him a lot of money during Super Bowl week. Yeah, yeah. literally during like, Super Bowl that week. Him, that cost took him a lot off of money. Of the air during Super Bowl week, and they know damn all, well all that money back. We in a, we in an inflation. Give me my interest and my mm-hmm. taxes. I want yep. all that back with my bonus. Stop playing with me. All that. Bonus. I want all that, and I want a double salary for next Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yep. I don't care where it is. I'm just saying, but that's but I, but it's it's that. What are you truly wanting to do to sacrifice? You know, we 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 know. I know we're not in a, a NBA show, but let's let's take let's take a little bit of a step back. Let's look at my the Miami Heat when they came together. Mm-hmm. D Wade took less money. Right. D Wade was already a made man. That was his team. Hundred percent. Yep. He took yep. less money, let LeBron be the big guy to do with his thing, and then Chris Bosh took like a middle-of-the-pack type of salary so that you can continue to build that roster around them. But look what it brought them. It brought Miami more championships. It brought LeBron more championships. Mm-hmm. The concept hasn't changed no matter what sports you look at. It, it, it doesn't worked, change. It worked, it worked for the Yankees in the early 2000s, 2010. It has not worked for them since. Mm-hmm. Only because money has done nothing for them now. Because mm-hmm. baseball is a little different in the sense of there is no salary cap, so you can just rock no, out. But it's true, but look at what's happening. Like, oh, I'm yeah, spending it doesn't work. I'm guaranteed to. Be, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna spend all the money bringing all the best players and what? You still got to play on the field. But like, this, yeah, I should say that's the reason why. Because I know we're not a baseball show, but you know we watch we watch sports over here. We watch enough sports to understand yeah. sports over here. Okay, um, the Yankees have a problem with being named the Bronx Bombers, right? They want to stick to that yeah. mantra. Oh, we're the Bronx Basically, Bombers. We're the Bronx Bombers. Is, you don't play defense. You took. It's not even. It's funny you say that, Moolah, because I was talking to my boy about this. And I think this is probably the biggest issue in all of sports. It's not just in one particular sport. But the actual skill of the game has been taken away. Oh, absolutely. And what what I I mean by this is, in baseball, like now, if they have a pull hitter, everybody will shift one way. You will have no defensive The defensive alignment shift, yeah. Yeah, yep. you'll have nobody on the left side of the field because they because he's a pull right hitter. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, do that to Tony Gwynn. You know what Tony Gwynn gonna do? Switch Woo! it, Switch dribble it. that bitch right down the third baseline and look at you like you're stupid. Mm-hmm. And go end up on second. Yep. And I think even in basketball, like just a traditional point guard, a regular, just a dude that can, like we said earlier, just some dude, some guys that just know their role. That is what's missing in sports. It's too much of just go do your thing. Everybody no. wants to be the superstar now. That's why. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody wants to be the role player. Everybody wants to be the, the lead guy. If you and know. I said it before. I said, if you call somebody a role player, it's like cursing at them. No, definitely. 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 Like, hey, man, just call four, me a role four, player all in one because I'm going to get these coins. Oh, no. Yeah, for, but- for a quick example, right? I play like, like you guys know. I play semi-pro, right? And we have a whole brotherhood page and everybody – is on there flexing and they want to be the superstar and stuff like that. And and you see how that transitions to the field. 
right? Like, I get that you want to be that guy, but you got to understand something. You're not that guy. That's, That's the difference. People you got to know with, with, where and, you stand in the pecking yeah, order, man. Exactly. And with, you and have with, to with know football where you specifically, stand. There's, there's levels to this with football. Let's just, let's exactly. just take one side of the ball. Let's take defense. Let's just take defense. And if you're in a cover three, and you're that nickel or that slot corner, and all of a sudden you're like, you know, I want to go make a play, and you move out of that hole in that zone. You just that quarterback go see that. I'm you taking just, you off field. You just, you just fuck that linebacker and I'm your safety you because your field. safety got to come down. Now, what happens if that safety comes down? That receiver runs a double move and gets behind that safety. It is a touchdown down the field. I'm taking you, you off the field. Do your job. I'm taking you off the field as a coach. I'm running. I'm doing a full on dead on hundred yard meter sprint at you, and I'm dragging you off the field by your face mask. 100%. Yep. All right, Every got our time. guest appearance on the show. We got yep, special baby. guest. With, with our Coco Mellon microphone, you know what I'm saying? With you know, the gotta, Coco gotta Mellon microphone. Yes, sir. Yes, she said right. project. She know. She said, uh-oh. Coco Mellon. So y'all know. <laughs> y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. Future sponsor. telling everybody Coco what's up. Man. Yep. Hey, I take all the endorsements from that as much as we watch in this house. <laughs> hey, from the sideline, we me, let the kids, man. Hey, man, give me 2% of that. I'm good. Hey, oh, I'm absolutely. Here. 100%. That all, all, all in your college fund. Yep. Yes, sir. Just let me just let me pay the house off and the rest of them go in your college fund. There you go. There you go. I'm a, I, I'm a simple human being. I tell people that all the time. I'm the most simple person you can find. Don't hey, take man, much. Let me, look, let me clear my debt. I'll leave you alone. Long That's I look, that vacation. literally the goal that I am on right now. I ain't in my 20s no more. Simplicity mm. is key, fellas. Look, just give key. me a room where I can do the podcast and set up my TV and play my fucking Xbox yeah. and my PlayStation. Yeah. Absolutely. See, see, we have a shared space. This is my office, and this is also her playroom. We have a shared, this is our shared space. So, so as you can see from the sidelines and the gentlemen, we love the kids, is what we do. Always. Uh, so, great show. We're going to wrap this up. Great show. Uh, this, this is what we need. This is, keep trying. We killed the whole doctor. We killed the whole doctor. It wasn't Yeah. Even, hashtag fuck that dog. Shout out I to the baby, but into it as hashtag F that dog. Yep. And we didn't have to waste time talking about Aaron Rodgers. No. That's what I totally skipped over that on purpose. He don't. He doesn't deserve any take, talking points here. Take your ass back to that darkness retreat. Exactly on your ayahuasca. Come trip. back to the darkness, yeah. A-Rod. I got a pack for you. <laughs> you got that loud pack for him, or is it quiet? Hello, hello. This <laughs> up nice in your lungs, man. Open up your soul, okay? Come about that darkness. Come to the light, big dog. Yep. Um. Last words, Moolage. What we got, man? Well, y'all know what it is, man. It's your boy Moo. Um. Shout out to y'all for uh rocking with us today. Shout out to my boy Mr. GQ. I know my boy DJ had to shake up at it a little early, but shout out to him as well. Uh, don't forget to come back and rock with us for this football show or for the month uh, Monday basketball show. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, on Monday, uh, we're gonna be rocking, going crazy. Hurricane Moon coming up to mess up the dock again. Um, like, follow, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, we're gonna see you guys on Monday. Check out this, uh, check out TikTok if you're on TikTok. Follow the TikTok from the sideline. We're gonna go live uh, Saturday night, Saturday uh, uh, evening, um, after, after the games. <clears throat> GQ, what you got? Hey, man, as always, man, appreciate y'all having us on. Love the collaboration between gentlemen's talking from the sidelines. Y'all keep y'all eyes and y'all ears open. There will be so many more collaborations coming down the pipe. 
Like and subscribe. Absolutely. We got the website, yep. gentlemenstalk.com. Everything that you see is live. We does this. This is little mama Calissa. She is also mm -hmm. signing off telling y'all appreciate y'all. So that's all yes. I got. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you coming through it always, as always. Um, this look, this is new. This, like, this is gentlemen's talk from the sidelines. I'm going to see what hey, I can. I know. I, I like the way you pulled that out. That was a good little, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. see, how, see how I can work this I gotta, out. How I can work this I got out. A quick hot, I got a quick hot take for you. Who you got in the fight this weekend? Mm. I don't even know who's fighting this week. Who's fighting? That's so don't good. Got, don't we got Garcia and Tank this weekend? Oh, I did see that. I got Tank. Is it this weekend or is it in I April? Thought it was this weekend. I had double check my scouts. Well, if it's this weekend, I got Tank. Yeah, they just had a presser yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah, the presser in the way yeah, was yesterday. They had a presser yesterday. Yeah. There was a lot well, of trash this weekend, I got There's a whole lot. There's a lot of trash talk. But I like the trash talk because I want to see who actually going to back it up. So I think it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, I, I think I got Tank. I'm going to run with Tank on this one. Absolutely, got my boy Tank. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to run with Tank on that one too. That's that's you know, no no discussion, no no questions. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's what we do. Like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. This is what we do, man. From the sidelines, y'all have a good one. Tune in on Monday. We are. Troy,